all, the word says. So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. I love that. Dead and useless because occasionally dead things have a use, right? We call it mulch, right? We call it mulch. Sometimes dead things have a use, but dead faith, there's no use. There's no purpose for a dead faith. Faith has to result in good deeds. Faith in Jesus must result in doing good in our lives and in our community and in our world because a faith that doesn't lead to doing good is no faith at all. Without good works, faith is useless and dead. Look at verse 18. Now some may argue some people have faith, others have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if you don't have good deeds? I will show you my faith by my good deeds. Isn't that just like human beings to say, well, you might have faith. I have good deeds. You might have good deeds. I have faith. It's, it's good enough, right? I don't have to have both. What James is saying here is it's incomplete without that. In fact, to be very blunt with it, our good deeds are the evidence of our faith. Our good works show the faith we claim to have. The good that we do in our community and our world around us is the evidence of the words we speak, the faith that we claim. So let's look at the next little section, verses 19 and 20. Faith isn't just believing and knowing the right stuff. I love, this was one of my favorite little sections of this passage. You say you have faith for you believe that there is one God. Good for you. Even the demons believe this and they tremble in terror. How foolish. Can't you see that faith without good deeds is useless? So James is saying, look, you can believe all the right stuff. You can have the doctrine of the church down. You can agree with every theological point in the history of the Christian faith. You can understand it intellectually with everything that you are, but your mental and intellectual agreement is useless if it doesn't produce a changed life doing good work. That's what he said. Even, he puts it this way in the spiritual world, right? He says, even the demons believe that there is a God. Even the demons believe that Jesus is the Messiah. Even the demons believe that much and they tremble in terror. And they tremble in terror because it's not about what you know. It's about who you know and how you live in relationship with him in a life of good work and good deed in the world and the community around you that's giving evidence to what you know and what you believe and what you trust. There is no faith if there is no good work. Now he goes to uh, something that every good Jewish person would just resonate with. He goes back to one of the patriarchs of the Hebrew faith, Abraham. Don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham was shown to be right with God by his actions when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? Now here it is. You see, his faith and his actions worked together. His actions made his faith complete. His faith and his actions worked together. His actions made his faith complete. And you jump down to verse 24. So you see, we are shown to be right with God by what we do not by faith alone. So faith without action to back it up. 
faith without the good deeds is incomplete. But when we work out our faith, doing good in the community and the world around us, it brings our faith to a sense of completion. Yes, that word in the Greek is teleos. That is the complete and wholeness that we receive, maturity in Christ, that when we're living out our faith, if we're going to arrive at wholeness, it requires us to be living a life of good works, of good deeds, of doing the right things in the community and the world around us that make a difference. It is incomplete without it. And then he ends that. So you see, we are shown to be right with God by what we do, not by faith alone. So in another sense, our faith is our witness that our words are true. Our faith becomes the witness. Our actions witness to our faith. Our actions witness to the one in whom we have our salvation and our hope and our life eternal. Our actions are the evidence of the eternal relationship we have with God. No actions. So here at the end, Verse 25 and 26. Rahab the prostitute is another example. She was shown to be right with God by her actions when she hid those messengers and sent them safely away by a different road. Just as the body is dead without breath, so also faith is dead without good works. No good works, no good actions, faith is dead. When there is good works and there are good actions, that gives evidence and witness to our faith and to the world around us. People will know who we believe in. They will know the one in whom we trust. They will know the one to whom we are loyal. They will know where our allegiance lies by our actions, not our words. We can get out and preach on every street corner. We can open up every single news group on every single social media channel there is. We can rail and scream in the political realm all we want, but nobody will believe our words. God's emphasizing what I'm saying. <laughs> nobody will believe our words if our actions don't live it out. If our lives aren't giving the evidence, if we're not doing the good that changes the world around us, then there's no evidence that the good even exists. It's how you and I live our lives. So take your dime for a minute. Back to the argument that we began with. Are we saved by grace through faith alone, sola fide? And works righteousness is something that we have to avoid, that there is no role for good works? If we, re if we take seriously the idea that N.T. Wright led us to think about, that this is two sides of one conversation, Two sides of one idea. Yes, we are saved by grace through faith as evidenced by our good works. We are saved by grace through faith as evidenced by our good works. Your, your dime. You have to turn it on its side. Because if you were to split it in two, that would be really easy if you laid it flat. and You just take some shop scissors and you cut right through it, right? You know, you can do that. Something out, you're working on the fence line or whatever. You can do that easy. Just cut right through it that way. But turn it on its side and you want to try and split that dime right down the middle? You see, I picked the dime out, not because it's 10 cents. That ain't worth, worth much in today's world, right? Not because it's 10 cents, because it's the smallest coin in US currency, both in circumference and in width. And if you look at it really closely, you can see that there's a, 
There's a little bit of copper in the middle of it. They're used to make them where they were all silver, and you've got one that's all silver, I'll, I'll trade with you after church. But uh, um, now they got a little copper in there, right? And, and I can imagine thinking, I wonder if I could cut that in two, where head stays on one side and tail stays on the other. Do you think I'd be successful? Not a chance, right? Maybe there's some incredible engineer with the, the finest of lasers that might be able to make that happen, but you and I, out in the shop, out in our garage, trying to split a diamond half lengthwise, ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna happen. Saved by grace through faith as evidenced by good works. The answer is they're both right. And they're so intimately connected with one another, you cannot separate them without damaging both. You cannot separate them without damaging both. So yes, we are saved by grace through faith as evidenced by our good works. And if there are no good works, we have to question whether we ever really fully truly had faith. Because faith, our pistis, our loyalty and our allegiance to God is something that is supposed to be growing and maturing and developing. So the key verse in this entire section is the last one, verse 26. Just as the body is dead without breath, so also faith is dead without good works. Good works are the breath in the lungs of faith. Good works are what give life to the faith. They're the air in the lungs, the breath in the lungs. There is no life in our faith if there are not good works in our lives. It's one thing, not two. Two sides of one conversation, not one or the other. And friends, you can never pick between Paul and James. You can't pick between Romans and Hebrews or, or Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John or Genesis. You always got to take the Bible as a whole. Interpret the scriptures by the scriptures. We have both sides of that conversation on purpose. Saved by grace through faith as evidenced by our good works. So here's what I want you to remember. Write down, put it on a sticky note, put it on your mirror, tattoo it on an arm if you need to to remember it. Your faith leads to good works. Your good works show your faith. Your faith ought to lead as you are developing and moving on in the Christian faith, approaching that teleos moment where you are made whole and complete in Christ, sanctified as you're moving towards spiritual maturity. One of the first steps you have to take is to put actions to your faith. You can't just mentally assent to it and, and just agree with all the right theological points. You have to work it out by the good you do in the community, in the world, in your family, in your school, in your workplace, and everywhere that you may go. Your faith leads to good works. Your good works show your faith. You can't split the dime. You can't split the dime without doing irreparable harm to both. So let me end with a couple of questions for you to chew on today. Just a couple of things. What will you do this week to live out your faith? What will you do this week to live out your faith? What will you do this week that will show the world, that will bear witness to your faith that it is real? What good will you do in Wolforth Friendship in Southwest Lubbock that the people of our community will say, God must be real because of how this person lives? What will you do that will back up your words? How will your actions, just to get blunt, how will your actions give evidence to your words? How will what you do be the evidence of who you belong to and what you believe 
who you trust and how you are loyal to him and living in allegiance to the ways of God. Your faith leads to good works. Your good works show your faith. It's not one or the other. They're too intimately connected for that. It's both. It's always been that way. If we have faith, we will live doing good. Father, we love you and we praise you. Holy Spirit, speak to us in this moment. Lead us to a place of reconciliation with you and one another. Help us to pursue you with everything that we are, Jesus. In the power of your Holy Spirit, conform and shape us into the men and women of God you first created us to be, and we will give you the glory, the honor, the praise. Help us, Lord, to live in faith such that we will live in complete, whole relationship with you forever. And we'll give you the honor in Jesus' name. So let's stand and sing together our closing song. And as we do, if you would like a time of prayer at the prayer rails, feel free. If you want to come and enter into a relationship with Jesus and you would like me to pray with you,